0: to episode 3 of why such a fast podcast so today we're going to be talking about alternative security measures last time we looked at it security measures or, or technical security measures as the ico describes them today i'm going to talk to you and share with you alternative security measures so one of them is physical security so think about your building the security of your building who has the keys how many member of staff have the keys to the building? Should they have all of them have it, or should only the critical roles that should have those keys? If you're using ID badges, make sure that they are displayed by the employees at all time. Those that don't have the front keys, but they perhaps they could enter using an ID fob, for example. Do you have if this is a visitor? Visitor policy that specifically instructs that all visitors should be accompanied by a member of staff and they should also sign the visitor log. Are the internal doors within the various departments of the buildings closed and only accessible by the ID FOB or or PIN? Do you have a clear desk policy that states that all paper should be put away at the end of the working day and that floating paper should never be left unattended? How about a lock screen policy that says that whenever leaving your station, you should lock the screen of your PC or laptop, even if it's just leaving for a few seconds. If you or, or a member of your staff is working from home, Get them into the habit of locking the screen for two main reasons. There are others members in the household that unintentionally might come into contact with the data. So that would be considered a data breach. Mm-hmm. And two, as human, we are creatures of habits. And I've seen it on several occasions, someone meeting a colleague or a client at a coffee shop and then getting up to go and get another drink or go to the toilet and not locking the screen so that the data is visible by everybody. So that will also be considered a data breach. Uh, so please make sure that you and your staff get into the habit of locking the screen whenever leaving the desk regardless of where you or them might be. So I always lock my screen whenever I leave my desk I work from home most of the times. Nine times out of 10, I'm on my own. My husband is at work elsewhere, but nevertheless, I still lock my screen. It's a habit that I've gone into and I'm grateful for that habit. So I would recommend that you do that as well. You will also need to have lockable fireproof cabinets and drawers to store data that it's on paper in particular, if it's data which form part of a filing system or are intended to form part of a filing system. There are other security measures to consider, one which they are referred to as organizational measures. One is pseudomization. I know it's a bit of a mouthful, so say which is the processing of personal data in such a manner that the personal data can no longer be attributed to a specific data subject without the use of additional information provided that such additional information is kept separate and is subject to technical and operational measures. So think of two spreadsheets, one spreadsheet, contains various personal data say for example the name of the employees their salaries their bank details uh, their age and you then remove the names and you replace that with an id number you put their names and the id numbers in a different spreadsheet and you protect both spreadsheet with a password so that is synonymization so when should you be using this method. So you should be using it when sharing personal or sensitive data between users. So this could be internal to users within the same organization or external users from another organization. When using pseudonymization GDPR still applies, so that means that you still need to consider physical and technical security measures. Then we have anonymization. So, this is when the information is stripped of any identifiers and the information no longer relates to an identified or identifiable person. So, in other words, the personal data has been rendered anonymous in such a way that the data subject is no longer identifiable. You should be using this measure for the purposes of analytics, like reporting. So if you think of the NHS, when they have to report how many patients they have um, supported, how many were women, how, how many were men, they are reporting those analytics, but without the personal data behind it. For research purposes, or you need to retain the data for historical purposes and application testing. Through this measure, the data is no longer attributable to a person, and therefore it falls outside of the GDPR. So if the data is anonymized, GDPR does not apply. So I hope this was useful, and I'll see you next time.